Hello and welcome to the Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons podcast again. It's the Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure D&D. I'm Jane, I play Prudence, who is the tiefling warlock. And I'm Andy, I play Corazon, who is the, the human one in it. <laughs> the vanilla the no- one. The normal one. The vanilla yeah. guy. <laughs> He's the default character creator before Aww. you make him interesting. Yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. You need, Today you need one human as the tu- as the touchstone for the audience. You see, yeah, That's, you're the everyone. Yeah, it's I'm the, <laughs> the Arthur Dent pirate. of this. Yeah, of oh. this situation. Okay, That's me. This week we're listening to Escaped Crusaders from the Orbpocalypse Saga. Yep. which is episode three from the Apocalypse Saga. So much pun work going on in this, these yeah, titles. Yeah, the headline's doing a lot of work. Every time I have to type Orbpocalypse, I'm like, could we mm. not? Have come Could up with an have... easier spell spelling word yeah. for this saga. Every time, every time you've got to write that out. Yeah. yeah. Every time the spell check is like, you're on your own, friend. Mm, yeah. You can hear the door slamming, the car starting up. There goes the <laughs> spell checker. The plane's taking off. So that was published on the 6th of June, I believe, last year. So it's a bit under a year old. Yeah. And it and it obviously picks up where we left off in last week's episode, which is to say, breaking out of the prison tower island. Yeah, I don't Alcatraz. see what could possibly go wrong with that. We're not even with off this... the island yet, so there's still no. some escaping to do. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with islands, isn't it? That's why no one escapes Alcatraz, the real prison, because the deadly, deadly currents and possibly sharks. Yeah. So how are we going to deal with the deadly currents and possibly sharks, Jane? Tell well, me stick that. around and you'll find out. And you'll find out, Andy, and I'll find out. And we're going to talk about the twists and turns and events and characters in that episode after we listen to the original recording. So mm. stick around for that at the end, uh, the, in, the, in the latter part of the show. Now, this week, Andy, I'm not going to ask you what you've been doing because it's probably, oh, some, probably some Andy stuff that we don't need to nothing. get into. <laughs> Is it really nothing? Yeah, well, you know, nothing. In fact, I, just, I think that was just basically asking you what you've done, isn't it? Sort of a circuitous way of asking what you've done. Yeah. Well, all right, we'll bottle that up and we'll save it and we'll talk about it next week, all the good okay. things that you've been doing. But this week, right. what I really want to talk about is how your breakfast choices will reveal your D&D alignment. What? Yeah, that's how, right. How it can have... Have you been on BuzzFeed again? Imagine that, but it's a BuzzFeed headline. So yeah, it's got like intercaps. What do you call it? Title case, you know. Title case. Title case yeah. headline. Your breakfast choices will reveal your D&D alignment. A quiz. Okay. okay. The most well, important meal of the day can say more about you than you might think. And I know how you like breakfast, Andy. I, I, I like breakfast. breakfast myself. You love breakfast All the best too. foods. You're a, you're a breakfast buffet kind of person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't all you? the all the best foods are breakfast foods yeah and in fact all foods are breakfast foods if you just believe in yourself and eat them in the morning so so there's that as well did i ever tell you about that um hotel i stayed at in tokyo that had a breakfast buffet that included sushi and a chocolate fountain oh man yeah i think you probably did in that we've we <laughs> talked about every single yeah. breakfast we've ever had well if you want you could you could have gone and dipped some sashimi in that chocolate fountain oh man i I stayed at a hotel um, just outside of Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia with the finest breakfast buffet I've ever seen because it had sort of, it had Chinese food, it had uh, kind of like some Indian foods, it had some curries, mm-hmm. it had kind of other sort of Malaysian cuisine. Malaysia's really good for that. And it had your Western breakfast stuff as well, you know, so you can get your muffin and your bagel, but, but you also can also dim have sum. dim sum. That's what I'm going to say. There was a whole oh. array of dim sums. Amazing. And I don't think there was a chocolate fountain though, so um, so strike one for that breakfast buffet. Anyway, are you ready? Yes. 
Okay, good. I think I think I know what my D&D alignment is, so it'll be interesting to see if my breakfast choices match up. Yeah. Okay, well, I want you to write what you think your D&D alignment is on a piece of paper and seal it in an envelope. Okay. With it, you have to hand. All right. Do some photo yeah. for me. You don't have to do it. Cool, just okay. Like, uh, you want any... you want, yeah, you want me to yeah, just I'll do find oh, some paper. Look, look. My paper. It's a paperless Pret- society, Jane. No, I've got paper. Look, okay, this is All Andy... Right. Okay, I've written, writing I'm writing it. Down. it. Yep. I'm folding it into an envelope. I've handed it to Darren Brown, who's placed it in his suit pocket. Okay. And at the end of the show, there he'll fire go. a crossbow and pin it to the wall. Or Great. Yeah. So now let's begin. Pick a beverage, says this quiz, to start your day, Andy. Shall I read you okay. your beverages? Please. Let me see you the menu. You have a choice of oat milk half-calf latte with light oh. sugar-free caramel syrup. Sounds delicious. Luke, is that you? <laughs> Sounds like a loot drink. Such a loot order. Flat warm RC Cola. What's RC what? Cola? Is that an American it's thing? Like, it yeah, it's like... Uh, Remote control like cola. A not as good... No, it's Royal Crown. So it's oh, like okay, a not fine. as good as Coca-Cola. Well, I, might, okay. I don't know. I haven't had it, but it's like... It's, like it's a cola. Pops or something. Right, okay. Option three, energy drink. Option four, okay, coffee, Mike. one cream, two sugars. Mm, I don't Delicious. have sugar in my coffee. Next option, black coffee. Final option, herbal tea. Wow, okay. So you would have picked energy drink for Mike there. I know Mike, Mike does drink the occasional energy drink. He's but he's also quite caffeine sensitive, so so he gets a lot of bang for his buck. Out of those choices, it's probably black coffee because I don't like sugar in my coffee. Um, mm. Do you not like, like sugar-free caramel syrup? Mm, and if not, I why guess. do you hurt yourself? It's delicious. It's sugar-free. Uh, I, guess, I think, yeah. <laughs> It was, it's between those two, but probably first thing in the morning, black coffee. Okay, fine. Good. Next question. Pick something you would likely enjoy it with. Option one, more black coffee. Mm, <laughs> Option yes. two, eggs benedict with gluten-free English muffins and hollandaise on the side. Gluten-free? Why gluten-free? I think they're trying to get at something like this is the healthy option because you've asked for hollandaise on the side. But you know, hollandaise delicious. is quite a rich, fatty yeah. sauce and that's why it's delicious. I love anyway, an benedict, but... Hmm, option three, Cheez-Its. Cheese its for breakfast. Cheese its the branded cheese snack. Gremlin, do you think I am? <laughs> Oatmeal, option four. <sighs> it's a, it's a healthy choice. Option five, donut. Dang. Acceptable. Or option six, the breakfast donut, aka the plain bagel with the light cream cheese. Oh yeah, that one for sure. Bagel right. and cream cheese. As long as it's it toasted, I've got no time for an untoasted bagel. Yeah, bagel with cream cheese every time. Okay, good. I mean, in an ideal world, it would be an everything bagel with regular cream cheese. Yeah. But, you know. It's a far from ideal world, Andy. And well, you know. If you wanted something sweet with breakfast, asks the quiz, what would it be? And of course you want something sweet with breakfast. And your first option is actually just black coffee. Second option, (laughs) fresh fruit. Third option, chocolate sauce straight from the bottle. Wow. Fourth option, nothing. Wow, okay. Okay. Fifth option, pano chocolat heated for 25 seconds and cut in half. Very specific. Mm. Finally, donut. Okay. So does that, well, does that imply that the last donut was a savoury donut? It, maybe. It could be. Okay. okay. I, li- I do like a pano chocolat, but I don't like pastries warmed up. I think they're nicer cold. What? Well, not even cold, just room temperature. Well, like, like a like, fresh baked croissant. Yeah, I would prefer I would You'd prefer rather it freshly be... baked but then cooled. Yeah, I just, okay. I, I don't know. I like a pan chocolate when the, you know, you, they've got those like chocolate rods through them. Yeah. I like, you know, when you can, when they snap. 
Whoa, that's cold. That's a cold pano chocolat. Necessarily cold, but you know, well, that's snap. good. That's good stuff. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm probably still going to say the pano chocolat, but I think it should be just regular room temperature. You don't like the 25 seconds of heating and cutting it in half. I think you spoiled it. Okay, by doing fine. That. Well, but I can't bring myself to eat a donut for breakfast. That seems like ideologically wrong. I think people would disagree with you. I think a, do- a breakfast donut. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I've seen people going in- into Dunkin'. For what the... about a cronut? Where it's like got croissant elements. Mm, yeah, okay. That's get- that's going more towards acceptable. <laughs> like I- I've got no problem with going into a Starbucks and getting one of those enormous cinnamon buns yeah. for breakfast. Or a giant mu- muffin, blueberry muffin, which is a cake. I yeah. remind you. It just you. feels like ideologically a different thing. Okay, fine. Like it needs to be at least 11 a.m. for me to eat a donut. I don't know why. What's your favourite breakfast protein? The quiz goes on to ask. Is it one, okay. cashew butter? Is it two, lean turkey bacon cooked to just barely to crispness? Very specific. Just Is it three? Sorry, those are two completely opposite things. Just barely You can't get a crisp crispness. on lean turkey bacon, are you saying? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm, I'm saying like cooking it just barely is not enough to crisp it. I think they're saying just, just enough just. to make it crisp, but not any further to make it, you know, blackened. Right. Anyway, so eggs. what they're saying is not overcooked eggs. turkey bacon. All right, eggs. fine. Eggs, eggs three. Yes, Pepperoni eggs. pizza four. Wild, wild <laughs> and chaotic. I'm going to say that aligns yeah. to some sort of chaotic, That's, yeah, chaotic neutral pepperoni pizza. Is black eater. coffee for every choice going to be just true neutral? Mm, that's going to be evil, surely. Mm, maybe the breakfast drink of evil. I don't know. Anyway, five sausage patty. Yeah. And six, just black coffee. Again, just black coffee. Mm. So one of the choices I could have made in this quiz is six cups of black coffee. Six cups of basically. black coffee. Get you going. Uh, eggs. Yeah. I had eggs for breakfast this morning. I'd scram- I made scrambled eggs. eggs. Very nice. Okay, A classic protein. Okay. Yeah. What's and, the... you know, poached. Also good. Yeah, they don't specify the format. So yeah. we'll, we'll assume it's dealer's choice. A lot choice. of options there. Yeah. What's the most indulgent breakfast food for you? By the way, talking about all these breakfast foods, I am extremely hungry right mm, now. I know. Very, it's nowhere near breakfast, but This is I a bad time, hungry. a bad yeah. choice to do this. What's the most indulgent breakfast food for you? Is it one... Homemade granola in skim milk with blueberries and strawberries. I mean, that's that's going to be some sort of druidic, yeah. elfish Lawful breakfast good. treat, isn't it? Lawful yeah. good breakfast treat indulgence. Absolutely. They should make a cereal which is that and call it like Lawful Goodos. <laughs> Lawful Goodos. I want to see that breakfast cereal box with like an elf on the cover. Yeah. As the elf as the as the cereal mascot. And then you've got the chaotic evil O's, which is just like full of Cheetos and beer and there's a handgun on top of it or something. <laughs> the, the toy prize inside is a handgun. <laughs> All right, second option. Onion bagel with cream cheese. Now you're talking. Hell yeah. That's what Black I said I wanted earlier. with one packet of sugar. Oh, it's very, very forbidding. Okay. Quiche Lorraine with honey ham, low-fat cheddar, cheese and scallions. Quiche Lorraine for breakfast. Okay, that's a brunch. That's a brunch food. Are you mad? It's an acceptable brunch food. Come on, quiche. Quiche Lorraine. Totally. It's got eggs in it. can't believe what eggs. I'm hearing. It's got eggs in it. I'm okay. flabbergasted. I can see you and you are. your ghast is truly flabbered. Yeah. Marshmallow mateys in vanilla coffee creamer. What's a marshmallow Hell. matey? I don't know. What the know. hell is going on? <laughs> or I'm going to look it up. In the I feel UK, like Métis is, um, is a brand of bubble bath for children. Marshmallow so Métis. I don't think it's that. Marshmallow Métis is a kind of cereal. Oh, it's, it's kind of like a Lucky Charms looking cereal. Is it pirate themed? No, it's oh. it's Lucky Charms themed by the look. It's an off brand <laughs> or off an brand. alternate brand. Right. It's Lucky the Charms. RC Cola of Lucky Charms. It's got anchors in it. So that's kind of piratey. You know, yeah. little marshmallow Nautical. anchors. Nautical yeah. themed. 
Okay, finally, waffles or pancakes in syrup with enough time to eat them. Ooh, what a luxury. That implies implies a rushed person well, I, who would appreciate I, some time to themselves. If I were ordering from a menu, I would probably take the onion bagel, but then I've already had one of those earlier on, basically. Yeah, this is all part of one very large one breakfast, breakfast order. So give me those, yeah, give me the waffles. Give you the waffles, okay. Give me the waffles and the time to And you will take the waffles and the gift of precious time. Something more important to me than any breakfast food is time. Time itself. Time. Finally. (laughs) Time to, no, wait. There's there's an advert at the moment for the, um, I think it's the Thames Clipper, that boat that you can get instead of a bus. Okay, to go along the Thames River, yes. And it's like, have you ever had time on your commute to just sit and think? I'm like, that's the last thing I want. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me think. Don't make me think. Lord, no. Fill my mind with something else. Picture Thames is the guy staring out of the window at the at the river, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> alone with my thoughts. <laughs> no thanks. Have you heard a podcast? Get into that. Yeah, seriously. Okay, Get finally. Some games on your phone. How often do you have breakfast? The last and most important question. Okay. What? Every day. It's one of the three. Every day at five a.m. Black well, coffee, please. Which is not a time to have breakfast. That's a drink. Black coffee, please. Every day on the work, way to work in my Lexus. Okay. Again, not a time. Again, but... not very D&D. <laughs> well, none of sure. these are D&D. These, these are about your real world persona or your real, yeah. real world personality. You can just say car. You don't have to say Produces Lexus. an alignment. Well, so maybe a certain for. kind of yeah. alignment. Yeah. Okay. Every other day, usually. Hmm. Breakfast every other day. Every day at 6.15 a.m. before work. Okay. Virtuous. I don't know. At least three times a month, sometimes four. Whoa, that's way too infrequent. That's not to enough breakfast. Have yourself a breakfast, yeah. Are those my only. Well, which of those? Those best my only options. You? Yeah, sorry, Andy. Uh, okay, well. You get up quite early. I know you. I do, but I don't have you breakfast. Rise and grind. I get a I get a coffee okay. first thing, but then I have breakfast okay. about nine a.m. Whoa, so, okay. You have breakfast quite late, but it is yeah. before work. But you don't travel to work in a Lexus. I know that. Much. No, I think probably the six fifteen one is closest yeah, close to my actual Every breakfast day, habits. Six fifteen before work. Okay, now we've got. I'm looking at your D and D alignment as verified okay. by BuzzFeed.com. Yeah. Would you like to open your sealed envelope? Yep. Oh, here it Darren, is. Darren. 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 Darren's giving you back the. Darren. The envelope. Oh, All right, wait, he's here he it. is. He's given okay. it, yeah. All right, okay, here Thank it you. is. Whoa, my mi- he, m- mind freaked me. It's stuck to my forehead. Let me just peel it off. Hang on, okay, here it is. There's, oh, that's good foley. Andy's opening it up. And what does it What does it say, Andy? Okay, it says chaotic neutral on it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, here, according to BuzzFeed.com, you are wrong, Andy, because you, what? my friend, are lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. You're a lawful neutral type. Yeah, apparently. You probably don't even like the idea of brunch, do you? Accuses BuzzFeed.com. No, I love the idea of brunch. I love the idea of brunch. It's brilliant. Shut up, Andy, says BuzzFeed.com and goes on to say Bottomless routines brunch. are good. But maybe you should try something new once in a while. Oh, oh it's all very well for you to say BuzzFeed. I'm sorry I don't arrive at work on my micro scooter in your Brooklyn <laughs> offices and skate through the ball pit to the free provided buffet. I don't of know that bagels. that is how BuzzFeed's workplace actually looks. Mm. You know. Sorry, I'm not in a Los Angeles warehouse with a anyway. kombucha stall outside BuzzFeed. You got lawful neutral. I don't know what you would have had to have done to get chaotic neutral. Maybe cheese it's. Cheese it for breakfast. 
Maybe if, if every other answer was black coffee and then it was just like, yeah, cheese. <laughs> yeah, if you just chose randomly, just mix it up. maybe, yeah, yeah it was just random. Maybe choice. that's the solution. If you the are chaotic, neutral, chaotically random in your you would just choice. purely have closed your eyes and just chosen items at, yeah. at, at random. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no. how you would approach a breakfast buffet is like stick out your hand, grab the first yeah. thing unlooking that comes into your hand. No, chaotic, chaotic neutral, Darren. Yeah. No, I can't believe it either. Yeah, right, I'll see you later. Darren's he should off. have known. Surely Darren should have known. Yeah, he's, he, he can't believe it. He's furious. He's stormed out. So how do you feel about being lawful neutral? Ironically, pretty neutral. Yeah, you're neither I good nor bad, but you do it. follow the rules. Yeah, that's true. That is me. Yeah. I'm neither. Well, no, that's not true. I'm not neither good nor bad. I'm good. I'm a good guy. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm nice. I think we're just about ready to listen to Escaped Crusaders, which is the Orbpocalypse Saga, episode three. Andy, you have oh, an hour and a bit to yeah. um, think over your neutrality, new your lawful yeah, neutrality. About, yeah, I have no strong feelings about it. I guess. Okay, good. You're almost there. You're, you're yeah. very nearly there. Let's go. So you're all in the bottom of this enormous prison tower. Um, the smell of uh, burned up, reanimated dead, and indeed slightly slightly singed Dob is heavy in the air. <laughs> Everything has gone black except for the orb, which now it has the shard in it, uh, has begun to glow. As you watch, it repeats the same thing it did last time. Little motes start to puff out from the very top of the orb and you know they they start to swirl and then they coalesce into an image again and you again see a spinning little key um Mm. if you look closely you'll see that this one has a different marking on the top of it to the one you just acquired and again it starts to to sort of pan out the camera and it seems to be sort of in a room with a lot of treasure in it sort of jewels and and gold and all sorts of things and then it it pulls back out into a very grand room with a very large chair in it that's completely bare of other furniture and it pulls out from there and um, Corazon, you in particular start to get a weird tingly feeling just at the base of your neck where your glorious luscious locks meet your um, your scalp and this sense only seems to grow as it starts to pull out and show sort of a very very large ancient looking building made of these really big slabs that have come together it almost looks like a sort of abandoned temple it is very much overgrown with vines and as it continues to pull out you see there are a whole bunch of sort of um, houses and little shanties and um, there are streets and it continues to pull out and shows that it is in the middle of an absolutely enormous jungle it continues to pull out the jungle gets bigger and bigger until Well, absolutely everyone here guesses that this must be the Tangle, which is a very large sort of rainforest slash jungle in Gath. People don't explore it very much because it tends to be very deadly. And Corazon, you were sort of raised on, you know, reading those like adventure tales for... Oh, the pulp novels, yeah. Yeah, exactly, for young scoundrels. You were raised on a a healthy diet of those. And then, of course, becoming a rogue and and a thief. Um, King Gethamon's Mines was my favourite. It's oh, a, an absolute yeah. classic. But um, you recognise this place as the court of the Thief Queen. And to be honest, you thought this was a myth. Mm. Yeah, this isn't a real place, right? This is an illustration from a book, surely. I mean, it certainly looks like one. 
But the prison was real, and we're in the prison right now. You grew up knowing of this location, and it looks exactly how you always imagined it, but you honestly thought it was a myth. And in any case, uh, even if the location is real, there's been no actual thief queen for centuries. Like It's an amusing fairy tale that rogues tell one another, and it's also a very popular um, costume uh, uh, for, for Halloween. Mm. Why is that? What? Uh, why is that Corazon? Uh, ha- ha- Cor- Corazon having just told us all this. What? <laughs> what does the thief queen look like? Uh, well, Dob, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, she's got a big uh, hat, which is like a, a lockpick, and she's got uh, her arms are uh, crowbars. Yeah, <laughs> and her her uh, legs are uh, bags of loot, and her face is a big money symbol. Does that not make it quite noisy when she walks, the loop legs? <laughs> yeah, she's quite easy to outpace if she sort of <laughs> clatters along on her crowbar legs. I didn't think it was actually something that's real, but I mean... Like ghosts? Uh, sure, Egbert, like ghosts. But it, I mean, it's it showed us the prison and the prison was real and had a thing. Well, could I mean... It, could this be real? So, so... It, it shows that it's in the tangle, right? Which is uh, a forest so dense and deadly that even I wouldn't go larking around in there, sleeping under the sky, because the, the it's... swinging from the vines, <laughs> free as can be. <laughs> yeah, naked yeah. as the day you were born. The, yeah. the, can- the canopy is is <laughs> too thick and overbearing. It's I I everything I know about the tangle may- leads me to dread it. Yeah. Well, what's the range on one of these balloons? One of, sorry, which what? Oh, one of you know, the, the airship. One balloons. of the airship that yeah. gets you. Up. Well, assuming uh, we could steal one, I guess it would. Well, I mean, infinite as long as we can keep finding fuel, which I'm sure we mm. will be able to. What's the current alarm situation right now? <laughs> oh, minimal. Um, minimal. Oh, okay. okay. As you'll remember, uh, Sulpicius, the scourge of mankind, killed like pretty much all of the guards. Yeah. Um, yeah and his 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 nascent undead army was uh, was horribly burned. The, the prisoners that are still in the prison aren't going to be troubling you anytime soon, I don't think. I think a lot of them are just going to be quite content to either stay in their cells or attempt to escape once you've left. Right. So right. we could head all the way up to the airship platform and try and get an airship. Borrow if, an airship, yes. I mean, if the, if the Palace of the Thief Queen is a real thing, this would be the find of the century. There's... It was full of full of treasure, yeah. Yeah, saw more gold it. there we than we it. could ever possibly spend, with the exception of Dob, maybe. And you were nervous, Corazon, about following the shard clues. Yeah, I'm all on board. I'm all in now. Let's let's go. Quite this is literally, be amazing. all aboard. I say yeah. as I close the door to the airship we've successfully <laughs> stolen. <laughs> Good try. I'm going to say that you were having this conversation while on your way up from the basement of the cellar. <sighs> How many Quite is it? literally all aboard. <laughs> it's, it's it's a long climb. It's like best part of an hour to get to the top. Wow. Hey, if anyone wants a chicken thigh, help yourself <laughs> for the quick energy you'll need. I don't think I can look at one ever again, to be honest. No thanks, Corazon. At least the climb gets um, less gruesome as you get past, you know, all of the the charred bodies and, of course, the the corpse of drumsticks. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, you try not to look into drumsticks. As I, can't, I can't help but feel partly responsible. <laughs> 
you have a you have a twinge of guilt, and you Egbert sort of two shares in the guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a good long think about yourself and your path to redemption as you sort of climb. I didn't know it was the cannibal thing. I thought I was just securing him. You would have been safer, probably, in there if it weren't for the cannibal guy. Anyway, it's fine, probably. I, I'm seeing none of this, by the way, because I've just gone in the dumb waiter because I thought it would be fun. <laughs> I'm in the middle, just like. <laughs> it's it is fun and like quite a lot faster. Although your arms are just fully leaden by the time you get out. You know, like when you sleep on your arm and you wake up and it's just mm. done. Like you're just like that. But, by the um, way, um, mm. I mean, uh, Egbert. Yes, I don't want to be presumptive but I, I wonder if maybe I would climb quicker if my back skin wasn't all scorched off it's making it quite sore to sort of move I don't want to put you out honestly I would do it myself except it's in a spot I can't quite reach <laughs> well you know Dom we've got spell slots now and so I'm going to have to be a lot more careful about what I uh... no, that, no that's, that's, that's more than fair of course fair, in the fiction of the game a spell slot is a... in the fiction of the game uh, a spell slot is Egbert not giving a crap about Dom <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine shall I uh, why not I, pre- I press a chicken thigh onto Dob's wound to see if oh, it's so oh. infected <laughs> so it's just um, moving around a bit is this helping uh, it's an old, it's an old sea remedy. I it used hurts to use. a lot. Does that mean it's it healing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll cast cure wounds on. Yeah, Dog. you have a nice long rest on the airship. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to cast it in a, sec- uh, a second level spell <laughs> slot as well. Okay. Oh, if you would. <laughs> I mean, don't wow. put yourself out. <laughs> Gosh, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> um, so you uh, can. This is your birthday present, Dog. And and. Uh, and Christmas. Winter Solstice and Festival. Winter. Yeah, Fishmas. Uh, you can uh, have 2d8 and plus 3, basically. Mm. Okay. Health. I think we have to peel I... the, the kind of scorched clothing out of the oh. back fish first. Do I need Otherwise, to... you're going to heal it all up in there. So yeah. Can I roll something to of... see how much this chicken thigh is healing? <laughs> yeah. Roll me, um... roll me a d nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just make me a charisma check. <laughs> okay. It's an 11. Like, it's it's working pretty much as expected. Like, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the chicken or your methodology. Mm. Um, Dob, Dob clearly just doesn't want to get healed that much. You're like, mm, this, isn't <laughs> this isn't doing wonders for him, but... Bad attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his problem. Well, I, I've rolled a uh, 11 total, plus the, nice. with the modifier added, so 11 hit points. Great. But I'm going to need a good. really big sleep on that airship. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Feeling basically all the way nearly a lot better. <laughs> you are going to need a new tunic, though, because at the moment it's just like an apron. It's mm. just like the front backless. part. Like, the a, like a hospital gown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's all hanging out in the back. It's like be- yeah. the beginning of Metal Gear Solid Five in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it really, really is. So, in the interest of differentiating this uh, from it, let's not let it drag on too long. Uh, you hey. get onto the uh, the roof of the tower where sort of the the blimps come in and alight. There isn't one currently up there right now, but mm. there is one sort of slowly circling uh, the tower. I look around for signals or lights or something like that. that yeah, might make be me used a to... um, 
Make me an investigation check, just to search the area. Those of you who have a good look at the blimp, you can see that it is a pretty small craft. It'll probably fit all of you, but it's got like a searchlight on it, and it's clearly there to just sort of survey the area around, rather than making bigger trips to and from, say, Bedford, or, you know, it's not like full of assault troopers or anything like that. So it doesn't look like it's responding to an emergency, like, prison breakout or anything. It's just a standard... Yep. Standard surve surveillance sort of airship? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hmm. es escapees are unlikely, but they're cautious anyway. Okay. Can I, I'm going to get it down here. Can I, I rolled a I critical one, Johnny. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, yeah, sure, Dob. Um, you find what appears to you to be some sort of enormous flare gun. Ah, I fire it into of... the sky. Okay, uh, make me a dex attack, please. Okay. Attack. <laughs> that blimp's coming down, isn't it? Sorry, roll. Oh, okay. All right. 21. Wow. Is that good? Oh, no. Did I promise? <laughs> <laughs> the blimp. Stop. You explode. The cannonball crashes into the side of uh, the blimp. Oh. And you kind of see the, the, the envelope kind of crumple inwards just before it ruptures. And then oh, no. the whole thing goes up. I did. In uh, oh. a fireball that consumes the, oh. the gondler. They use hydrogen and, um, as well. I turn around slowly to the rest of the group and I say, now. <laughs> yeah, stop. Phase one of the plan is complete. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. What's phase, phase two? Phase two is we take the, the, the ruined smoking wreckage and we turn it into a much smaller, lighter, faster craft. I mean, it was already quite small compared to the other ones. Do you, uh, okay, do you want to keep going over phase one or do you want to press on to phases two and three? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it's it's exploded, Dob. I don't see how we're going to. Horizon's make living a... in the past, everyone. I stop. <laughs> I stop pouring through the wreckage, burning my hands, looking for something. Well, I'm just well, trying to. I'm just, crashed to I'm the just ground. trying to hide my embarrassment. It, it has crashed down onto sort of like the beach, basically, of um, of uh, this this small island. You do see a boat um, that is kind of like in the same way that it was patrolling the skies. It was patrolling the sea. Um, I find my flare gun at the boat. No! <laughs> can, Why is no. he getting all these cannonballs? I wrestled up to the ground. <laughs> it, the um, the flare gun will require some. It will require you know swabbing and then powder wadding shot. Oh. Like it's it's quite so a dob, long reload dob click, time. Dob clicks at the boat. How, how easy is it for us to get down to the waterside? Um. Because I know there was a lot of like weird vines and spikes, but I just want to see, is there a way down to the water? Yeah, uh, make me a wisdom perception check. You, you imagine there has to be. If they're patrolling the, the sort of the shore, then there's got to be something. Uh, indeed, this boat is now tearing toward the wreckage, and you see sort of three guards get out, uh, all of them sort of bows slung across ten. their backs. Ten. Okay, you can make out that there are a couple of paths in the sort of the foliage down there, but you can't see like an obvious way to get down. Okay. Um, Just but... as planned, the, the crash has brought the boat to land, which we can use now to. to no go... time for your poems, Bard! <laughs> <laughs> Could we feather fall down there and avoid the, 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 the thorns and vines on the way down? If we could feather fall, but somehow also move horizontally, 
What if we used Egbert like a sort of propul- jet propulsion? <laughs> if we all hold on to Egbert and he fires his... <laughs> he fires his brain breath, his breath <laughs> in the direction yeah. we are like a don't want to go. And then yeah. we'll, we'll maintain a sort of diagonal vector away from the tower and past the vines. I'm game if you guys are. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, well, having used Featherfall already, I think I would need to rest before I can use it again. Oh. <laughs> think of all the rest you would have had in that airship. And also think of how it wouldn't have required three days jungle trek to get to this magical temple or whatever yeah that's true phase two yes <laughs> See, i say climbing this? aboard egbert <laughs> <laughs> um all right well just let me have a little sit down for a second <laughs> on egbert corazon the sleepy corazon needs a long rest we maybe have we to... have to spend another night in this prison <laughs> no wait the boat will have gone hmm. we have to get down there before the uh the before the the the, the three guards get back to their boat right or yeah what about a zipline Meryl when why don't you fire an zip arrow line. with a rope on it down there and we can attach Egbert a, to that a grapnel yeah. not Egbert leave Egbert out of his <laughs> Egbert's not part of the plan <laughs> oh I like to be part of the plan zipline excitingly down to the yeah. beach okay I'd like to get my uh, 50 foot of hemp and rope <laughs> and you're going to need all our 50 feet yeah, of hemp yeah let's tie all our hemp and ropes together yeah. yeah so 250 feet of hemp and rope perfect okay and I would like to shoot down to just just by the shoreline. Like there's a nice, um, there's a small small rock just by, you know, just to get a good bit of oh, leverage yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Make me a dex okay. roll. Don't forget your proficiency bonus for mm-hmm. the bow. Okay. So that is twenty-two. Outstanding. Yeah. You you bury the arrow right up to the fletching in this rock. It's a re- really good shot. And mm, nice. Like, give an exploratory sort of tug. That that sucker ain't going anywhere. All you need to mm-hmm. is to harness this end right. to something, and then that's that zip line, baby. Let me tie it with a nautical knot. Yeah, there must be moorings for the airships around here, like an iron ring in the ground, or or mm-hmm. or something like that. There, yep. Yes, there is such an iron ring. Just crying out for some sort of nautical or aeronautical knot. <laughs> nice. All right, I will tie that then. What kind of knot is it? Reef. Sounds good. <laughs> the reapers. <laughs> okay, Maybe. all right. Down Give me a dex light of hand check just to just to see how, oh. how good the knot is. Well, no, that's a seventeen plus uh, four, twenty-one. Perfect. Yeah, great. This is a great type, uh, great zip line. You're almost tempted to sort of tightrope walk your way down, Corazon. Mm. Why don't you grease it up a bit for extra no. speed? No, because uh, I don't want us <laughs> to crash into the rock and die, Egbert. That's. There's also a lot of friction anyway. So like grease and. Hot rope. <laughs> yeah, but there'd be less like... friction if it was greased. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I pull. I pull out. What? I guess we'll have to use different items to go down on it. Yeah, with, I use but my I'll, bow. I'll pull uh, out my uh, grappling uh, hook. Uh, 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 what, Merylwen? When did we get our stuff back? Have you gone and got your stuff back? Well, obviously, have... we stopped by the um, the. What's you've had the run, of, you've had the run of the prison, and you've you've scaled the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. You Merylwen know that bit in an RPG. Went up in a, Merwin went up in the dumbwaiter. Probably yeah. had a bit of time. Okay, Merwin, okay, you've got my loot. Around. Amazing. And I yes. swing the loot over the rope. That bit of <laughs> RPG where you have to fight your way back to your the chest with all your belongings mm. in it. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, I put, my, I put a dagger in my mouth and I get the grappling hook and I hold on and I say, come on, gang, you want to live forever? Wait, 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 and I wait, know it's too late. Wait. I've jumped off with it. No, wait, 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 wait. Let's, wa- let's watch and see what happens to him and then okay. we go down if it goes okay. <laughs> all right, we watch. Okay, dashed against the rocks. 
I start to sort of sing exciting pirate music as I go. Okay. Um, Good luck, Corazon. You got this. I'm going to say this is a strength athletics check. Oh, no. You have to do a bit of a chin up to get over the vines. It's like, pure, yeah, it's pure grip strength, and you do have to sort of raise your little. Mm, yeah, raise okay. Use your core, Corazon. Use your core, Corazon. <laughs> Corazon. Corazon. Yes. <laughs> it's an eighteen. Nice. Yeah, it's um, it's textbook. Yeah, you you look exactly like the swashbuckling hero. And um, I was worried there. Was with my plus one strength modifier. <laughs> wow, that was that was so unlike Corazon. It looked flawless. Yeah, I'm, even... I'm, I'm convinced. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm going to pop my mace over the top of it and slide down like that. Strength athletics, please. All right. Can do. Uh, it's a seven plus... Um, What's the athleticism of a dragonborn? <laughs> plus four. Eleven. Okay. Um, Corazon, mm-hmm. do you please make me a dex saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it's an 18... Okay. Plus four, twenty-two. Um, you are you are <laughs> dusting off your hands. You put your grappling hook away. The knife isn't out of your teeth yet, which is a good thing because you've you've got to make another quick and and roguelike maneuver. Yeah. Uh, you you do like a diving roll and get back to your feet just as Egbert just like crump just hits the deck. <laughs> um, like toward the end of toward the end of the maneuver, but it's. You know when people's feet just shoot out from under them and they just like really <laughs> smash their back into the floor. Um, oh wow! Okay. And let's call this. But you take two points of damage. Oh no! Could have been slight, worse. Slight crick in my back, but yeah. otherwise fine. But it mm. fixed a different crick that you had in your neck. Great. So yeah, swings roundabouts. Yeah. You invented chiropractic. <laughs> yeah. I turn around and give a thumbs up. Like. Nice. All right. Well, I take the light crossbow that I obviously carry everywhere and never use, and mm-hmm. I sling it over the top of the zip line, and I zip line away. All right. Make me a strength athletics check, please. All right. My dice are all sealed up tight. Hang on. Pew. Oh, that's not great. Okay, that's a five. <laughs> okay. We're such yeah, a I've graceful been skipping adventure. leg day and arm day. <laughs> um. Everything except horn day. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, 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 uh, yep, yep. You take uh, three points of damage. Not not catastrophic. F- from what do I take the damage? Um, you know, like, when dancers do, like, death drops? Yes. yes. It's like that, do I? but you didn't mean to do it, and so you Ow. just sort of, like, slam, slam your knee into the ground. Oh, so, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So How? In, in a death drop position, just going <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Weekly from the ground, I yeah. whisper, kablam! <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> I try and style it out, but don't manage it. Yeah. Okay, uh, I look at Merylwen and make a after you gesture. <laughs> okay! <laughs> yep. Merylwen, mm. you, you've seen the previous three attempts. This is probably going to be fine. Strength athletics check, please. Okay. Just going to drag Prudence out of the drop zone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's been shablammed unconscious. <laughs> shablammed. That is a 13. 13? Oh, f- <laughs> that's five points of damage. <laughs> See, when I get to the bottom, I didn't like, I don't, I'm not, le- like, I've built up too much speed. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm, and I didn't bring my feet forward. 
yeah. so I just like my feet get stuck and I just kind of like just gradually yeah just, <laughs> and it's just like onto a just spike. sand going along my shins oh yeah oh that's horrible yeah um, alright dub um, go dub back You're inside up. the prison Maybe. I think Johnny um okay uh, yeah well what was it it was strength strength check yep, right strength of the first six okay I'm doing it by um, hooking the double headed loot over the thing and yep. hold it so it goes in the in the sort of cool. V of the neck. That is a twenty, dirty twenty. Ooh, all right, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you, yeah, you you just come in to land uh, as if as if you do this all day every day. I survey so, the ground around we, me. We Everyone's rolling around. You like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same. It's, if you're all quite finished maiming yourselves, <laughs> it's not pretty by any any stretch of the imagination, but. You can see just slightly further down uh, what passes for a beach here. Uh, there are three guards sort of investigating the wreckage of the balloon and being like, the hell happened here? How did that happen? I hope there weren't loads of people aboard. They do not appear to have spotted you. Are we still okay. wearing our oh. guard uniforms? Yeah. Yes. Some of us are. Oh. Marilyn yeah. and I were never in... Um... You were always filthy prisoners. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, why don't we all hide behind this rock and make a plan? The big rock that Marilyn shot an arrow into. Okay, well, why don't we okay. go up and tell them that we're from the balloon reclamation team and we're coming down to get it? Yeah, phase three. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, was that the, I didn't realise that was the... That's the plan, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's phase three. I, I generally don't like to overwhelm the party right, right, with right. all yeah, the phases yeah. at once, but... I mean, I didn't want to assume, um, but... No, yeah, no, no, no. It sounds no, like, it's, sounds it's, like you've got it all... It's totally fine, yeah. Um, oh, but goodness. it sounds like phase three is a go, so... Go for, go for phase three. Go for phase three. Okay, go, uh, I'm going to stride over there and go, oh, what the bloody... Oh. I follow Corazon. Look at this mess. Someone's going to have to clean this up. Yeah. Sorry, it's... Uh, hi, my name's um, Whit- Whitmer. I'm from the balloon reclamation team. Looks like we've had a real oh, a real prang here, haven't we? Oh, did you see what happened? Uh, well, yeah, the balloon... Um, we're doing all right. And then it just, you know... Uh, it looked like it got hit by an enormous cannonball and then uh, shot down. Is everything all right in the prison? Oh yeah, everything's all right in the prison. I think um, they were there was someone cleaning the cannons. I think it must have gone off accidentally. Real, real mess. Oh well, um, we should be able to salvage this though. I mean, uh, we can take it from here if you if you want to get back to it. I don't want to leave the seas undefended. Sal- salvage? You reckon you can salvage this? Well, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to have a proper look at the damage. I mean, it's a real state, but uh, I think we should probably get it off the beach, don't you? Make me a charisma persuasion check, please, Corazon. Okay. How many are there? How how many? Three. Um, three. Three. Okay. It's Thirteen plus uh, three. Sixteen. Oh, and also, do I have? A, no, I don't have persuasion. All right. Fine. Fine then. Sixteen. He straightens his jacket and he goes, "Hold on a minute." You say you're from Balloon Reclamation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a division of a larger uh, right. organisational structure. It's an yeah. umbrella org. We sit. Uh, we sit we're under from logistics. Various, yeah. Right. We sit under logistics, but above... But when a balloon goes down, yeah. then we're part of balloon reclamation. Yeah, well, uh, this is the problem. The balloon literally just came down. I mean, it's yeah. still smoking. The yeah, guy inside saw. has only just stopped gargling. Yeah, it's a real problem. You're here a bit quick, aren't you? You sure you, uh... Sure you didn't know this balloon was going to go down? Is this some sort of inside job scam or something? Inside job? What's sorry? What do you think I plan to gain from this? I'm gonna to have to spend all day putting this balloon back together. I this don't is know. a this is a full day's work for me. 
No, I got down here. You see the zip? Can you see the zip line? That's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. That's how much I want to get this balloon off the beach where it could be salvaged by any. Yeah, I broke my of... knee. Look. Yeah, she hurt herself. We Ooh, got. Bam. Yeah, it's the wrong way. Bam. But yeah, we've got we got immediate orders to go and get it off the beach before some rapscallions ran off with it. Right, make me another charisma persuasion check, please. I just want to whisper oh, to Meryl no. and Egbert, like, do you think we should be creeping towards the boat or not? Maybe. I mean, I want to see where the that boat is. Feels like. is, the boat the boat? is a functioning piece of transport, and the other thing isn't really a functioning piece of transport. Yeah, where, <laughs> it's where only a is six, I'm afraid. Let's have a look for the boat. So you've got the rock, mm-hmm. and then you've got the guards having a conversation with the other guards mm-hmm. and the flaming wreckage, and the boat is the other side of them. Okay. It's about sort of 20 foot further okay. down the beach. Mm. Okay. Uh, the guard, the boat's guard goes, nah, look, I'm sorry about this. I'm not having this. There's something not right here, and I don't know what you're trying to pull, but firstly, it's suspicious that a balloon gets shot down by somebody inside the prison, then you say the prison's all fine, and then you say that you're here from balloon reclamation. It's just a little bit too tidy. I don't know if you're aiming for a promotion or something. Well, but, what, uh, okay. Why don't we go? Why don't we go back up to head office? We can talk. You can talk it out with her, and you can talk to my superior. Well, you want to go back up there? We can go up there. I mean, it's a, it's time I don't have to spend fixing this bloody balloon. Suits me. And we'll just look. We'll just leave your boat, and we'll leave this balloon, and then whoever can just come along and take them. It's fine by me, mate. Fine by me. Look, I'm just saying this is highly irregular. Well, I'm just saying I'm just trying to do my job. Well, so are we. Well, all right. Well, there must be some something we can sort work out here, so that we're not just standing here arguing on the beach. Yes. I think he wants to bribe Corazon. Right. Corazon. You said your name was. um, (laughs) Oh, Eldritch Blast! Eldritch Blast! Eldritch Blast! Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, make me that roll. That's canon. That's canon. Oh, no. This is why we bribe. <laughs> well, we can't bribe because you throw Ooh, it all a rare lapse. You a know the phrase, Corazon. Give a bribe, mm. save a life. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spend my inspiration. <laughs> because that wasn't good enough. That was only. <laughs> oh, that was only 10. This is a 14. Uh. That will certainly do it. Okay, cool. Uh, and um, wait, there's three of them. Yeah. So I'm going to hit the, the foremost two. Okay. Why not? So another roll for the second dude mm-hmm. standing slightly further back. And that's an 18. That is also decidedly 14 and 18. So and make me damage rolls, please. Let's get a sweet damage roll in here. And I add my charisma. And okay, first one is... That's a six plus my charisma, which is, of course, a five. So that's 11 and a four plus a five, which is nine. Okay, they don't die, but you throw both of these guards off their feet. Uh, One of them smashes into the side of the boat and is really quite severely hurt. They are writhing around on the floor as if they've just, like, done a death drop off a massive zip line (laughs) and smashed their knee into the ground. Ah. Corazon, can you finish this third guy, please? Um, oh, God, all right. I guess I'm going to attack the other oh. guard. Sure, yeah. With, he, yeah. He, was so, he was stunned. He's just like, oh, hi. Uh. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, are you, are you ready to surrender? <laughs> uh, you don't... It's not clear in this moment. To, uh, to Merylwen and Egbert, I say, just wait, silver tongue Corazon will get us out of this fix. 
all right. I would I would like to attempt to tie him up. Just make me a strength athletics check, please. Okay, that's uh, twelve. I rolled a sixteen. <gasps> So uh, he's going to duck under your arm and, and be like, ha, ha, ha. He's going to fumble. He starts fumbling for a sort. He's going to pull it. He's like, um, uh, Hurry up and stab oh, that no, sucker. Don't Let's go. Oh, All right. That... I'm going to attack him. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I would like to try and just hit him with the pommel of my rapier you, to try and can, knock him out. Yeah, you can always say that you're trying to knock someone out rather than kill them. So. Yeah. So um, it's still a finesse weapon, though, which means sneak attack time. Yep. I mean, yeah, he's not—he's also not made an attack. Not that we're in initiative, but okay. Well, yeah, yeah so I'm going att- to attack him. Okay, Corazon, okay. don't worry. I'm sure by now the others will be safely aboard the boat and ready to like jet yeah. away. So run me through the plan again, Doc. What was happening? <laughs> Egbert, when when you're ready for phase four, phase four will be made clear to you. Right, don't okay, worry. fine. Okay. Okay, I rolled a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, it's it's comparable to the to the eldritch blast on the guy who got thrown against the boat. You basically just with the scabbard of no the handguards, excuse me, of your rapier, you just punch him full on in the face. Um, nice. And you get one of those sort of like horrible glorious sprays where it goes like and like spits and a small amount of blood and more than a, a couple of teeth just kind of like and land on sort of the craggy pebbles of of this beach. Um and sort of make a hiss as they land on the flaming boards of the uh, the balloon. He All is right. down and kind of just like, uh, uh. none of them is unconscious or dead, um, and none of them is is particularly dying. But they are certainly mm. they're not hurt real bad. They're not mad keen on escalating this. It seems like they're just a bit like, oh, oh. okay, um, right. Well, yeah. uh, what uh, what are the others doing? I see this and I just start legging it towards the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, with Egbert and I uh, stand up and survey the beach and my eyes briefly widen uh, and I turn back to Egbert and say, oh, good, phase four. Right. <laughs> Everything's going according to plan. All right, Egbert, in this phase, you and I get to, well, you'll see. Come on. <laughs> right. I, I followed on. Yeah. Running to the boat. Just going to try and jump over this hurt people into the boat i guess yeah before um i run to the boat is there anything salvageable from the wreckage of the balloon Ooh, is there a big propeller motor thing that we could attach to the boat that's good yeah oh, a light uh, turn it into a speedboat you're welcome i cast an appraising eye over the wreckage yeah sure make me a um let's call it investigation okay can i look as well yeah of course you can thanks like again these guards aren't aren't about to 18. start anything Ooh, hello Maybe. Seven. <laughs> okay, um, you can see that there is a Corazon. This is you can see that there is indeed sort of a one of a few propellers that were designed to just co- sort of gently push the airship along. Um, is there? Its mechanism is largely intact, um, and it sort of it's got its own it's got its own little contained thing. It's almost like an outboard motor. Mm. Um, all you need to do is hook it up to sort of a, a like just a, a fire. Um, like a wood burner, Great. which there may well be on, on this boat. It's probably worth taking with you. All right, I'm going to grab that mm-hmm. and then head for the boat. Egbert, you find what used to be a really big, ornate ship's bell, like a big brass <laughs> bell, that in the heat of the the fire has just like, just mangled. So it's just like a big lump of like 
just brass. Uh, but if Got you it. shake it quite hard, it kind of goes clank, 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 yeah. clank, clank. Oh, what I found, guys, clank, clank, clank. It's very nice. Get on the bloody boat! I'm going. I would like to. Let him have uh, just, his new toy. I'd like to just sprint <laughs> up to the <laughs> sort of hull of the ship and just kind of like shoulder barge it and just try and sort of push it out into the shallows. And as I do that, can I cast sleep on the three guards? Uh, oh. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, make me ro- just roll me sleep. All right. I'm gonna f- I'm gonna fire this baby out of a third level slot. Yeah. <laughs> Egbert, as you, like, before you were just like, this is a fun toy, ha 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 ha. But then as you continue to ring it, you, a sort of a warm glow starts to suffuse your being, and you're like, this does sound quite a bit like a cowbell, actually. <laughs> and it distantly, kind of from over the horizon, you hear like a please, like, oh. a tribute to my god. <laughs> I, I'll never stop playing it. Clank, 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 clank. Hope no one wanted a big rest on this boat ride. Clank, clank, clank. There is a, there is a second moo that seems to say this sound pleases me. You should use it to to sound your greatest victories. Small, okay. bra- small brackets, but only your greatest victories. Okay, I stopped clanking it. <laughs> there was a third moo that sort of says, oh. <laughs> that's good I was worried Egbert was going to be like a kid in the back of a car with a bop it <laughs> <laughs> just like just can't get past that second twist it it's like yeah. oh, it's right there uh, how did you do with sleep Dob? Uh, I rolled a total of 31 if I've done that Whoa. after right that's more than enough to put these three under um, in their, their slightly enervated states yeah they they all just like conk out they're going to wake up a minute later, not knowing how long they've been asleep. And uh, yeah, to all intents and purposes, it looks like there was a horrible balloon crash and they got thrown from the wreckage. So, mm, Of course. So we've got well. a minute to get clear of this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's set out to sea. I'm going to fire up this outboard motor. Um, yep. There is indeed a small sort of wood stove in the, uh, in the ship, just to sort of... Because these patrols are along, like, along. And going up the tower is quite a long way. So there's quite a few provisions and stuff. There is, in fact, a small like kettle of stew on the boil for the, um, for the three people whose uh, boat you just violently robbed. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're able to, to get it away. Um, you, you're going to have to row it out, but you, you row it out while Corazon um, tries to fix up the outboard motor. And yeah, I'm going to say you, you rig it up quite successfully. Pretty soon, you're kind of just like, put, 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 put heading out into the waters uh, off Bedford, just motoring your way out. I would like to stand on the prow and go, ah, phase five. (laughs) (laughs) So called because that's how many months it's going to take us to get to the tangle. (laughs) So we're going to sort of slightly montage this. It does take you quite a while. Hey, but what happened to that seal of yours? It's still around, right? No, but didn't you leave it back in Bedford? Didn't yeah. you no, tell it to we, swim here? Didn't you board him in the seal kennels? No, we talked about potentially leaving him with Bob, but then we didn't. So where is he? You so. find him, in fact, in the ship's galley, whether he swam to you, um, right. sensing your location or not. You find him in the ship's galley just with his head in the stew kettle. Like, hey, that's my boy over there. That's sweet, that's for all of us. Boom! Boom! Let's do something with your seal. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, he's he's consumed maybe a fifth of the stew. But right, we're gonna. This is this is going to be a long rest. Um, we are going to sort of montage this because it's a few days sort of like motoring mm. um, 
sort of along the coastline, one of the um, defining features of the tangle is that it is grown around uh, a very large, ancient sort of winding river that flows through Gath. It's it is its longest and sort of uh, broadest and deepest river uh, that flows into the sea. So you are able to kind of like just very slowly sort of start making your way along the coast and then um, into the estuary and, and up. It's slow going against the current, but um, all in all, it's it's quite pleasant. All apocalypse now. <laughs> Inspiration. Yeah, yeah. You, you while away the hours, sort of playing music, uh, telling tales, healing up your horribly singed back. Um, <laughs> regaining spell slots and so on and so forth yeah generally speaking it's 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 quite pleasant the humidity and the heat and the closeness of the air really starts to climb as you start to uh, make your way from just like river estuary into the tangle itself and then pretty soon the current of the river uh, like in the main channel is getting a bit too strong for the boat's motor to handle and on the sides there are kind of so many roots from trees sort of dipping into the water and creatures sort of along the banks that um, you, you're struggling to make any appreciable headway mm. with the um, with with the boat. You may have to hoof it. Okay. Well, when when we saw the map of the area mm. where the palace mm. was, were there what were the landmarks around where the palace was that we can sort of use to navigate to it? So I'm going to say, Prudence, you're you're probably mildly fascinated with this thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say over the course of sort of your journey, you discovered that if you press the sort of press down the button where the moats came out of, you can get it to repeat the trick where it shows you where you're supposed to be going. Oh, cool! Um, it it's even got a replay seems, button. It even seems to have some sort of situational awareness where it knows where you are. So, okay. um, Prince and Corazon, you're kind of both pouring over this thing, seeing where it is, and you reckon from about where you are, it can't be more than half a day's hike from this bend in the river to um, the temple of the the thief queen. All right. We're going to have Who's to get out hiking? of this boat. Not, sorry, not temple, court. We're going to have to get out of this boat, everyone. Yeah, disembark. So help yourself to the last of the stew. <laughs> oh, we already did. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Anything else useful in this boat before we abandon it? No? All right. Anything good. for clearing the jungle? I don't have a bladed weapon. Oh, I've got bun- I've got loads of them. Okay, fine. I'm br- literally you bristling share. with hidden blades. You could like flamethrow it for us, Egbert. I'm not into deforestation. The, <laughs> yeah. the jungle. Just blow a you know a straight line path straight <laughs> to can the, we, the pirate queen. Uh, can we get the boat across evil. to one of the banks so we can disembark? Yeah, sure. That's not a problem. Um, you don't you don't have to worry about elegant parking since you're. Um, abandoning this thing anyway um you are well, let's, taxing... mo- let's moor it anyway just okay. in case i mean sure. otherwise it'll just wreck it we might need right. to retreat this way yeah Maybe. sure all right then make me a deck slight of hand check to see how well you do park the the boat uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh okay with various it? modifiers it's a 10 uh. <laughs> okay um i rolled a four you <laughs> get three it. so three Ooh. You get it into the, you get it sort of alongside the shore, and you're able to moor it up. But um, fighting the current and kind of like bringing it into an area that was quite sort of clogged with silt and roots and stuff, you've really overtaxed the motor. So the sh- the 
She's never going to run smooth again. Uh, this oh is well. your what is this your third command? <laughs> uh, it it does. It's not the number of commands. It's uh, the riches and <laughs> pretty, silks pretty good. Be- pretty good benchmark of. All <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. How many boats do you go through? <laughs> it's not my fault. All right, it's the boat's fault. I mean, it's in marginally better condition than your second ship. <laughs> Which is still being rebuilt after you grated it on land. Mm. Uh, again, extenuating circumstance. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, I, 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 mine is not to criticise. Consider mine is solely to frame. Consider the ship of Theseus. <laughs> <laughs> is that what this one's called? Yes, the ship of Corazon. There is as, as none of the original parts remain, and yes, it is the same ship. So think, I think on too that. Many everyone, original I parts remain. I think that's the problem. I think yeah, it just right. needs a complete refit. <laughs> Anyway, I say off into the jungle and I start hacking away at the vines with a machete. I can't remember if I already gave you inspiration, but you certainly have it now. Everyone, make me... Hey, just make me a, a straight constitution check. Okay. Okay. Dirty 20. 18. 4. Oh, 17 five. plus 2. <laughs> 19. Marilyn, what was yours? 5. 5. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so you're at home in nature. Is this too much nature? Not this kind of nature. It's the wrong kind of nature. Yeah, this mm. you you're not built for humidity like this. His Merylwen's hair. Is like, <laughs> I need dry heat. Merylwen's bangs. Merylwen looks like she is literally wilting. Corazon, um, you've heard so many. Oh my god! <laughs> it always <laughs> does this <laughs> in the heat. <laughs> Um, you've heard so many tales of of, um, of diseases that people get, you know, like malaria and, and other such diseases, uh, uh, that you f- you feel like you have it. You're coming over in like cold chills. Uh, it's purely psychosomatic, but you're having a terrible, terrible time oh, here in the jungle. I hate um, it here. You are, in fairness, getting ah. quite a few insect bites in your scalp, which is just the worst. Ah. Mm. So you you are looking more and more dishevelled by by the second. Everyone else is kind of doing fine, like. Any mosquitoes that try and bite uh, Egbert just they, they can't their little get... things get all bent. Yeah, like, whack, scrunched yeah. up. Uh, one tried to bite Prudence and immediately caught fire. Yes, um, and and served as a warning to the others. There was a yeah. cloud that went. <laughs> Tell them what you've seen. And left. Do- Again, mine is not to criticise, but Dob, you do go on a lot about how much you smell. Um, so yeah, while there and, is, and who's laughing now? Mosquitoes won't touch me. Exactly. You do feel like there is something, some kind of like scavenger that preys on like the rankest of carrion in the jungle. Maybe is following you at a distance in the bushes, just intrigued by your unique well, scent. Keep it at a distance, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> for the time being, you are you go without any insect bites whatsoever. It thinks surely he will drop dead soon with a stench like that. <laughs> it cannot be wrong. Um, Corazon, much of your ill feeling, however, sort of. Um, is burnt off by a sense of, excite- sense of excitement and wonder as kind of you pull down one particularly large and um, ostentatious leaf and as you do that there is a perfectly sized sort of looking hole for you to look through and <gasps> um, before you you see exactly as the orb kind of showed it to you uh, you see the court of the thief queen it is this enormous kind of um, it, it does almost look like a temple in the jungle um, this enormous kind of palatial building and you realise very quickly to your wonder that if you had any inkling that it might be abandoned and just waiting for you to pick over, it's you're, you're wrong. Uh, oh. There are people living here, like 
a lot of people. There are, just as the orb showed you, there are kind of these houses and there are little sort of lean-to shelters and shanties. It seems like there is a really healthy population that is just living out here. It's In fact, it's it's raucous. It reminds you of some of the more um, more lively pirate ports you've been in on your, on your journey. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's very, like, yeah, it's very Tortuga-esque. As you start to sort of... Maybe I can get a decent drink around here, I think. <laughs> well, as you start to sort of head in toward this this place it's not been aggressively deforested by the way but there is a sort of natural clearing here so um Marilyn, you also sort of perk up a bit because the press of the jungle is less sort of immediate but um you can hear music being played sort of fiddle and drums and and, and concertinas and uh there are people calling to one another in thieves cant being like oh hello me my hearties and uh, a very good day to you also you pass a pub called the really twisted harpoon um and <laughs> Uh, yeah, people are just sort of lounging in the sun. You see one of them go, oh, look, George, adventurers. And uh, a, a particularly mean-looking pirate called George uh, calls out and says, uh, good day, freshly arrived here at the court of the Thief Queen. This is Thieves' Camp, f- f- folks. I'll, I'll take it from here. What's he um, say? Prudence. He said, blah, 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 blah. Yes, hello. Hello, lovely to see you, folks. Having a lovely time here. This is rather splendid, the setup you've got here. Isn't it? Isn't it just? I assume you're here to pay tribute to the Thief Queen and and sort of join the ranks. Is that right? Well, I I mean, I I always thought this place was a legend, but I discovered an old map, you know how it is when you're out adventuring. Indeed. Said said it was a real place. You could have knocked me down with a feather, old boy. Indeed. I mean, we were as surprised as you. I mean, uh, we didn't realise this place was was actually real. And then sure enough, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Thief Queen comes along and she she says... Behold, I have a court now. It exists for the first time in hundreds of years. There's a thief queen on the throne. And uh, everyone come and pay me tribute, which is just smashing. Anyway, what's with the rubes? Is this some some sort of long oh, con? We're in- Are you going to stab them to death and take their wallets? No, no, no. We're an adventuring party, old, old man. I discovered going around with just rogues, it's, uh, it's a little unbalanced, isn't it? You know, need to have that uh, team comp. As, oh, I don't uh, know about that. As we call it. Well, I, I found it's working for me so far, but um, no, they're sort of tagging along, if that's mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. if that's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's all right with you folks. Mm-hmm. So how, how does it work? Do we, we make an appointment or just... <laughs> oh, very droll. No. Uh, nobody nobody goes to see the Thief Queen. You come here when you, you want a bit of R&R and you have to mm-hmm. pay, obviously, a tithe of of what you've stolen since you of course, of course. you last came to court and then you're allowed to carry on visiting here and generally existing and being a thief and uh, ah. if if you do something spectacular to catch the queen's eye maybe she will grant you an audience but i mean we we you know we've certainly not been and if we've not been i mean we're the greatest rogues here in the court of the thief queen mm no oh, indeed indeed um so where when when where's the tithe how does that work oh you just go to the tithe office Tithe office. Yes. Right, right. And uh, finally, last question. Is there anywhere around here I could get some conditioner? Ah, yes. Uh, is a bit of a trouble, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, you want to go to the conditioner office? Right. <laughs> Just okay. across the road from the tithe office. Okay. Right, right, right. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. You've both been most helpful. Uh, I'll buy you a drink in the very twisted harpoon if I see you in there later. Ha! Huh, joyful. All right. Toodaloo. Without breaking stride, he goes, Toodaloo and welcome to the court of the... Thief Queen, you interesting uh, friends of this charming and most deadly rogue. Thanks. Thank Hi. you. Hey. Hello. Hi. Yeah. 
Um, all right, folks, we need to we need to head over to the uh, the tithing office. Um, it's opposite the conditioning office, which we'll be heading to first. All right. So I explained the situation to the others about the tithing and the doing something incredible to catch the attention of the thief queen. Uh, so they're up to date. Well, we mm-hmm. want to catch the attention of the thief queen because, as far as we know, the shard is inside. It's inside that, this temple. That temple. Um, Dob, so, maybe or, if you do a backflip. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that could be an Im- incredibly impressive feat of roguishness. We need to pay. We need to pay a tithe before we're even allowed to be here. And then it's do probably, a backflip. What's the probably. tithe? Ten percent? Twenty percent? I don't know. We've got to go to the office to find out. Oh. If you have let's to go- ask. <laughs> Can't afford it. Right. Let's go to the office of this exciting thief mm. town. <laughs> right. Let's do our taxes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. You you go on in, and there is um, a man sat behind the counter. He's he's like sort of quite thin. He's sort of getting on in age. He's got sort of silver hair, and he wears glasses, and. Um, he says, hello, welcome to the tithe office. Do you have a tithe to pay? Tax doesn't have to be taxing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're new in town and would like to stay a while. Right, okay. Um, is this your first visit? Mm, indeed. Oh, okay, well, um, obviously it wouldn't be fair for us to take a tithe of everything you've ever stolen. Um, so the way the tithe works is um, you'll pay on your next trip here, which you're required to make... Uh, once a year if, if you're um, just sort of uh, operating under your own auspices. But you have to do it quarterly, obviously, if you're, you formed your own thieves' guild. Sure. Um, you have to pay um, 20% of, of everything you've stolen since, since last year's tithe up to a certain threshold. Uh, and then sort of it increases. But we can talk about that. Mm. Um, later on. Now we are registered as a guild, but Corazon, you were explaining that for tithe purposes, we are individual adventurers. Yeah. Was that for right? tithe purposes? <laughs> these and are also, all you and I are married. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dob- <laughs> yeah. that much is assumed. I mean, we, uh, sure, we have a tithe office and a system, and the, you know there are rules. But also, let's not forget here, we are all thieves. Right, so, um, right, 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 right. Uh, for your first visit, it is simply just a one-off payment, um, ten gold pieces. Um, each, and uh, you are given the liberty of the uh, the court of the the thief queen. Great. I, mean, I think gold. we should um, pay it. I think we should pay it, Corazon. Yeah. Does I it have... make a difference that I am registered in Panama? Uh, and also, I have been accused of uh, hiding assets offshore. <laughs> and also, I made an in- a loss last year. I made my my entire year was just a write off. So, I think I pay zero tithe probably. <laughs> Most of my my finances are elsewhere. Yeah. Is this working at all? Do you want me to roll for charisma persuasion? Yeah, get a charisma persuasion check from all the tax dodges, please. Yeah, do a tax evasion roll. I don't believe you could accuse Dob of being a tax dodger when he's... Okay, no, that's fair. Okay, um, 22 from Egbert. Dirty 20 from Corazon. <laughs> Was it charisma? filthy scammers. Yep. 22. <laughs> uh, he goes, oh, no, fair enough. Just the ladies then. Uh, 10 gold pieces, uh, please. I pay yep. 10 gold pieces Thank because you. in an unlikely fashion, Prudence yeah. is very serious about paying her taxes. Yeah. <laughs> as the treasurer, I take three gold pieces out of each of Dob, Corazon and Egbert. Oh, yeah. 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 Cut. Yeah. And yeah. one from my own. Yeah. Seems fair. <laughs> oh, no. Merylwen's taking money from the money that she knows about. Merylwen yeah. controls a portion of our assets. She's got the cash float. You know, the, the petty yeah. cash. Yeah. 
Merowyn has all the receipts. I swear. Oh, I have all the receipts, Dom. <laughs> um, the man behind the counter goes, all right, well, that's that's everything. Uh, enjoy the city. Um, oh, do let me know if your circumstances change or if you want to register as uh, P-A-Y-E, which, of course, is pay as you adventure. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll see you very soon. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> right, okay, good. We can stay. So... We need to do something. Let's go to the pub because that'll be a nicer place mm-hmm. to hang out than here in the. I buy some conditioner as well. I know That's what important. would get us an audience with the thief queen. Steal from her. What? Oh, risky, but I like it. It's just bold enough that she might see she a little bit of herself all. in us. <laughs> all that, yeah. All Especially that. if we steal it's, a little bit of herself. Hmm. When we steal what, her chop a toe legs. off or something. I can't yes. believe Marilyn has reservations about this plan. Well, no, no, just think, aren't we trying to steal something from her anyway? I, this is true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. So maybe we just steal the thing. Let's cut out maybe the we steal step. the thing that we're here for, and then she'll be so impressed that she'll give it to us. Marilyn has just initiated phase six. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had it in you, Marilyn. <laughs> You complete your purchases in the conditioner store. 90% of the conditions here smell like coconut, by the way. Um, Of course, lovely. As you emerge from the conditioner store, um, basically all of you just walk and goes, oh, okay. And there's a spear point pointed at the hollow of uh, each of your throats. And there are some like armed guards there, sort of with shields and with spears over the top. Oh, no. All of them looking very menacing. I Um, swear I paid for all this conditioner, (laughs) I say. (laughs) Two bottles of conditioner. Maybe that was your mistake, Corazon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's just where I keep it. We don't care about your conditioner. You ought to come with us. Have you seen these split ends? All right, fine. The Queen wants a word. Yes. <gasps> wow. Great. Surprisingly easy. All right. Maybe she was really impressed by our tax dodging and wants some tips. Ta-da! That was Escape Crusaders, Apocalypse Episode 3. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Apocalypse Saga, Episode 3. Man, these headlines are getting complicated and, and long. Yeah. It was, you know, it was pretty good. It was like one of those anime episodes where they just sort of go somewhere. Well, it was a very travelly episode, a voyaging yeah. episode. We went from Alcatraz across the sea to the Tangle, which um, yeah. if you refer to the map of Geth exists somewhere yeah i'm looking at it right uh, you now you can see is it's quite a, it's quite a long journey yeah all the way down there to the kind of the southeast corner of the known world yeah and there we are in the jungle might have been a quicker journey maybe if dob hadn't destroyed the airship well but, you know but we'd already done an airship you know you gotta gotta try something new had we yeah we, we use the airships to get to um to get to bedford in the first place oh yeah but we were we were just all passengers we would have been piloting the airship oh this you want to pilot been exciting an airship air, like well, we've been sky captain in the world of tomorrow you yeah know. well coruscant's a, an ocean going dude yeah, that's true so you should probably enjoy the the sea voyage yeah. well you see what sea happens to him in a, in a jungle environment the hair the hair it's an mm. absolute disaster not ready for the humidity I will say, um, obviously, this is an audi- audi- auditory medium, an Ezio auditory medium. Fine. And uh, if if you are so inclined, you could check out the YouTube video of this because um, to represent Corazon's hair in this, I did mess up my Corazon wig in quite an elaborate way. So oh, no. 
yeah. How did you reclaim it? How did you restyle it afterwards? Did it, it take was, I had to I had to comb it all out. Had to work. use yeah various uh, detangling tinctures. sprays. Yeah. yeah, ironically, the tangle caused it to become tangled. Oh, that's how we got its name. So, yeah. Um, what I could start doing, and I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but was is to put a link to the actual specific video that this episode is based on in the description of oh, this podcast episode. That? No, it's just a link to just generally us. No, just generally it's, us. It's sort of yeah. like, good luck, go find it for yourself, enjoy. But well, It's yeah. like a little quest of, of your own, isn't it? It's like, uh, go on adventure. I can't believe that I put that work on you, podcast listeners. In fact, so from now on, in case you would like to refer to the visuals, such as Andy just described, I'm going to put a specific link to the episode in the description of the of the podcast. So, yeah, if you're listening on, well, whatever, wherever you're listening, refer to the podcast description and there will be a link. Anyway, please continue, Andy. Pray continue. No, it's just, I mean, one of the, the lesser talked about aspects of Dungeons and Dragons, you know, people don't really get into it, is the yeah. amount of wig maintenance that you have to do. Because it's not, you can't just, you can't just shove it in a drawer till next time you need to play. Mm-mm. Do you have like a sort of net to keep it in? Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. Like a Gotta keep precious it in a butterfly. And a static free bag, of course. Of course. Because otherwise, you know, disaster. Yeah, it's important. Have you washed it? Has it been washed? Has it ever it been has washed? Not, it has not been washed. Well. And to be fair, you, well, you, have, you have done some good work on, on it for me, kept combing it out for me. Yeah, but I, I'm, I feel Which like I you're going to need to shampoo it at some point. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> the cumulative wears that it has had, does that amount to enough time for a, a normal... Oh, yeah, way more. Clean person to have washed their normal natural head of hair. Well, there you go then. Probably yeah. needs a probably needs a wash. You yeah, all right. Fine. I'll give it put a it through shampoo, the washing machine. condition. Oh, Maybe right. trim, trim the ends. Yeah, yeah. Not put it <laughs> through a washing machine. <laughs> I don't know anything about wig care. Mm. I'll be honest. But yeah, the end of uh, this episode has us arriving at the court of the Thief Queen, who is uh, very enigmatic mysterious character i mean not mysterious if you've watched later episodes of oxford D, but not everyone has some people are encountering these episodes for the first time in the podcast yeah. so yeah big big mystery that uh, that entire situation yeah. so that's yeah that's fun that's something to look forward to next week maybe we'll find out the identity of this mysterious queen i hurt myself or prudence hurt herself pretty bad early on in this episode Mm. Kind of zip lining, abseiling, zip lining off the. That was the most disastrous tower. zip lining. That was a bad dismount. Ever. <laughs> I mean, pretty much everyone hurt themselves quite badly. We, st- we just stormed a very powerful necromancer boss yeah. and then hurt ourselves very badly trying to get down off a tower. Yeah. It's a bit like in <laughs> Elden Ring where you, I guess, you don't have a rainbow stone to like pop over the edge and oh, figure yeah, out and if it's a safe drop and then well no because you don't knees. zip line you don't really zip line in Elden Ring forget that no. comparison that doesn't, that doesn't but, work but um, yeah I, I think Corazon was fine with the zip line but uh, everyone else sort of hurt themselves yeah. quite badly yeah really, really like, if comically you're, badly if you're quite done maiming yourself yeah <laughs> we carry on with this adventure well I think that's all part of Johnny's intended toughening up of the the world of Geth. Oh, just hurting us real bad all the time. Well, I, I think more like demanding real roles to to determine the outcome rather than just letting us do it. Just like that sounds fun, go for it. So, yeah. so yeah. And then uh, Prudence. Uh, well, we try to we try to talk that uh, the guard around, but then Prudence just Eldritch blasts him. So mm. you know, that's good. Yeah. 
enjoyed that. I find it quite hard in character to kind of talk Johnny's NPCs around (laughs) when I know I've got Eldritch Blast at my fingertips. Yeah. It would just be so easy, (laughs) so much easier to blast this nameless NPC. Yeah. It's like... um... You're exactly Han Solo in that scene where he shoots the the communications panel and it's like boring conversation anyway. Yeah. That's Prudence's approach to all. Yeah. Boring conversation or I've somewhat embarrassed myself. <laughs> and you know what? If I'm offered an option that's like end this awkward conversation and destroy the person who would remember how I've embarrassed myself. Destroy witnesses to embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. Destroy yeah. witnesses to embarrassment and the obstacle impeding our progress. I think that's fair enough. It's and also extremely solution. in character. So yes, good work. Quite exactly. What have we got coming up? I believe that next week on Outside Xbox, we will have a very fine list video about memes, I believe. Is that happening next week? Yeah, that's happening next week. And and also, oh, what else can we talk about? What's not under super, super secret hush hush embargo? I tell you what, here we go. As a little reminder, here in the uh, later parts of the Oxventure D&D podcast episode, I would like to bring to your attention once again that if you would like to see us playing Oxventure D&D live and in person, and you can get to London in late May... Three-dimensionally. We'll all be playing Oxventure D&D on the 28th of May, which is a Saturday, on the main stage at MCM Comic-Con in London. That's MCM Comic-Con in London... Um, which will be at the Excel Centre, is the name yeah. of the venue. Yeah. You could see all these shenanigans live yeah, and in You can person. see the famous Corazon wig, which may or may not yeah. be shampooed at that point. It'll be nicely shampooed. You'll be the first ones to see it all shiny and Think lustrous. about it this way. No pirate would have ever known the touch of shampoo. Hey, I that's a good point. Assume. I, I should, that's yeah. an assumption on my part. I should dunk it in salt water is what I should do. Mm, get some, or get some of that fancy sea salt spray. You know, texturizing sea salt spray. Have you heard that's of that? That's exactly, actually, that is way that's more. That's more. <laughs> yeah. Corazon would spend a fortune on authentic sea salt texturizing hair spray. Yeah, rather than just go in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As, as, as he would. Well, yeah. sailors famously couldn't swim during that period. They thought it was bad luck to learn how to swim. Yeah. So. I mean, you could sort of dangle over the side and sort of just dunk head first into the just, ocean yeah just hang out the back of the ship as it's going along and yeah no i think Corazon would have a chest full of of hair products in yeah. the um captain we saw cabin. how much conditioner i got in this episode what can't be can't be without it oh yeah right yeah, right the, the hair made, yeah made a specific trip to a yeah, hair yeah, conditioner yeah. to shop. replenish your your hair <laughs> product supplies my thirsty locks yeah oh. exactly okay so yeah come and see us uh perform live there's all sorts of physical comedy that you don't get in the podcast form so you can yeah. enjoy that yeah, the, the sheer physicality yeah. that we bring last to our one, performances. Last one we did, I had bee costumes for yeah. Luke and I. Oh, Andy, Andy, tell tell the people, tell the people about how your um your online shopping algorithm has oh, been man. wrecked yeah. by you buying bee costumes. I got an email from an online retailer who was like, "Hey, uh, we thought you might be interested in this," and it was a, a woman's ladybird costume, <laughs> like a sexy ladybird, <laughs> a sexy ladybird costume, <laughs> costume. yeah. Or Ladybug for our uh, American listeners. But yeah, they were like, uh, yeah, you know, Andy, the guy who likes insect costumes. <laughs> bought those bee costumes that time, so he's probably into this as well. Uh, we'll just, yeah. we'll add it to your basket because, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're into yeah. it. I tell you what, we'll, we'll just assume that you want it. And if you want to cancel the payment, that's fine. Yeah. But otherwise it will arrive. We've taken care tomorrow. of everything. It's all, <laughs> it'll all turn it'll up. It'll arrive in discreet packaging to your Don't. door. <laughs> you deviant. <laughs> Don't even worry bug. about it. Yeah. Oh. So now yeah. I'm marked as that. Could that you guy. not buy 
unsexy bee costumes for that one episode of Oxfinger. I mean, they're not supposed to be sexy bee costumes. Are you sure? Well, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's subjective. It's, it is. It's kind yeah. of subjective. Okay. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, I guess. I guess you can't really determine with these when it's something like an insect. I, I think it's just like here's the costume. You decide if it's sexy or not. Depends the, how tight you wear it or uh, what, what yeah. kind of body you have. I suppose. I wasn't. I wasn't wearing the um, the leg warmers that it came with. That would have probably probably bumped it up. Leg warmers. Leg warmers are cute. Like fuzzy yeah. leg warmers. Yeah, they were like, fuzzy and like eighties de- aerobics leg warmers. Had like the dealy boppers dealy on boppers. as well. Dealy boppers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, powerfully erotic. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think that's on me and my interpretation, perhaps. That it yeah. is my assumption that that was a sexy bee costume. But yeah, I might just uh, drop Johnny a line and ask them: Is there any uh, any any ladybugs? Any, Could you add a ladybug in the next ladybug character? One? Is that is that a D and D species? Yeah. Check the monster manual, Johnny. Come on. Yeah, there's, there's got to be a ladybug Some guy. Some kind of ladybug demon. <laughs> yeah, they ran out of ideas years ago. There must How be a ladybug guy. A, it's like a humanoid ladybug yeah. monster. I'm going to re-roll as a ladybug guy. <laughs> and the costume is already there. Oh, it's already on its way. The costume is taken care of, yeah. Cool. All right. That'll do us for the Oxventure D&D podcast. Please come back next week when we'll be finding out more about the mysterious Thief Queen. Yeah, thanks for listening. Check us out on YouTube if you want to watch the videos. And uh, also check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash OXclub if you want to support us further. But just by listening, you're supporting us and we appreciate you being here. So we hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.